507. It's the KRMG Evening News. I'm Skyler Cooper. Glad to be back with you here on the Evening News. I was really excited to turn off my 2 o'clock alarms after doing the morning show for, uh, I don't know, I lost count. Uh, but anyway, it is Tuesday, and that means it's time for the BA Breakdown. I came back just in time to talk with Michael Spurgeon. He joins us live. Hey, Michael, how are you? Skyler, my friend, how you doing? I just want to let you know I listened to you most of all last week, and you sounded great, my friend. Glad to be back with you. Well, thank you so much. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about tonight is uh, New Orleans Square, just to give folks an update on that construction at New Orleans and Elm. And when we first started talking about this right here in this segment, Michael, we said it was going to be a nine-month project. And it, I, I haven't actually looked back. I forget what that start date was, but we've got to be, what, two months in or more by now? That's exactly right. We actually started work towards the end of June, and we're coming uh, to the end of phase one, which I would anticipate we'd be completed right around the first part of September, and we're making great progress. I mean, obviously, our goal is to try to get out of the um, the roadway work by Christmas time, so that way that there won't be any issues at that time of the year for our merchants and our folks that are going to be doing a lot of shopping, and then we can work on outside of the roadway. And I just couldn't be happier with the with the quality and the the uh, amount of work that's been completed in the first two months. And I, I really appreciate you bringing this up periodically because this is a major investment in the south part of our community, and I think it's going to be amazing when it's done. And so I we uh, we continue to do great work. I do want to mention that. We've had some enforcement by our police department. Our great police department has this doing some periodic enforcement out on that area to make sure that it remains safe, not only for the drivers, but also the folks working out there. I live not too far from there, so I've gone through it a, a handful of times since construction started. And in my view, it's it's really not that bad. The hardest part for me was trying to get in and out of a couple of businesses. And now, as, as I understand it, um, there are some not just the roadway going to be improved, but some new driveways cut for some of those businesses. So when it's all done, it'll actually be even more accessible. Is that right? That's correct. And there's going to be some, some um, the improvements for ingress and egress, as we call it, in and out of the, the different shopping areas in each quadrant, as well as the sidewalks are going to be widened, the decorative lighting, which we're still looking at. What's really cool is the improvements are going to be made in the middle of the intersection, which is really going to give it that special touch in the New Orleans Square area whenever we finish in there. So it's going to be a great, it's going to be a great improvement to our community. It's much needed. We're, we're committed to helping with the revitalization. And it has gone very smoothly in terms of, for the most part, with traffic. And we just want to uh, remind folks that just take your time as you drive to that intersection, especially because school is getting ready to start. And we've had communications with the school district about the challenges we have right now temporarily with turning left. And so we're trying to get as many people in the community, especially those that are not completely familiar with the, uh, the freshman Academy to give themselves a little bit of more time to be able to get through that intersection or to look at the alternative routes to get there, to get their kids drop off if they're going to be dropping them off. Got a city council meeting coming up tonight. And I know we've talked about this a little bit before you've uh, completed this public transit study to help out with uh, maybe consider some options for public transportation around BA. And I understand that final report will come up at the city council meeting tonight. What do you expect to come from that? And can you give us a little bit of a, a hint as to what those final two scenarios look like? Well, I, it is going to be brought up. Larry Curtis, our community development director, does an amazing job, is going to be presenting it along with our consultant. And we had great participation. Our online survey, we have over 500 folks that responded and we've had two or three very uh, well attended and, and there was a lot of communication and engagement in the, uh, the public policy development process. And I'm excited to say is they've come up with a couple of different scenarios. And, and my recommendation or, or guidance was 
there's got to be a better way to better serve our citizens with the dollars that we have available. And they've come up with what, what we're calling a near-term solution and then a long-term solution. And in the near term, we're still going to be maintaining that existing regional uh, express bus from BA to downtown Tulsa because that's so important to a lot of people who need that to get to and from work. But we're also going to be looking at what we're going to be calling a micro transit pilot program to serve local residents in the core of our city. And we're going to do a, this. This program is going to help us determine exactly what type of ridership we're going to have through a Lyft or Uber type initiative, along with maintaining the regional bus. Uh, routes that we have down to Tulsa. And then the long term would be to try to make that micro transit program available to the entire city and then try to do a regional um, express bus or a fixed bus routes within our community as well as downtown Tulsa. And we're going to be using city dollars and then looking for state and federal dollars to try to expand those programs because the council and I believe that we need to make sure that uh, all citizens can get to where they need to go to do their business or services or to get around. So I'm expecting the council members to actually review or, or ask questions about the, the study. Then they'll probably take it under advisement and then come back and, and actually approve it. And then we would, if they approve it, we'd start the preparations to put together the operational plan to actually implement the first short-term recommendations. Much more to, to be heard tonight at that Broken Arrow City Council meeting. This is the BA Breakdown each Tuesday right here on the KRMG Evening News. Michael Spurgeon, you mentioned back to school. We'll talk a lot more about that next week. So let's put a pin in it and we'll look forward yes. to talking to you then. Okay, my friend. Take care. Have a great rest of your week. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.